Your hour of Thrive Time begins now with your host, Jay Mamie, on the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Jay Mamie Talk Show. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everyone, depending when and where you're listening. This is the Jay Mamie Show, and I'm your humble host, Jay Mamie, and this is your hour of Thrive Time. So let me thank you if you're catching the show for the first time or if you're a returning listener. I appreciate your investment of time with us. Today's show will not let you down. We've got a fantastic show ahead for you with one of the premier and most recognized voices for improving networking skills, building wealth, and improving diversity and inclusion. The founder of FraserNet, Dr. George C. Fraser, joins us today on the show. Additionally, we're going to hear from new Amazon best-selling author, Marcy Cody, and a returning guest, the popular Dr. Alfred Johnson, who will be with us later to discuss anti-aging and anti-aging research. So I'm eager to get it started, but before we do, let me encourage you to check out the previous episodes and hear for yourself why the show is experiencing such great success. You'll find my archives at my show site, thejmaneytalkshow.com. In addition, hop on over to my personal site, guys, thejmaney.com for great content, my blogs, my books, my videos, my inspirational-based merchandise store is something that you will find there as well. Finally, today's show is being sponsored by the Hyperbaric Centers of Texas. And that's in Richardson. We'll be hearing from the founder of this amazing facility, Dr. Johnson, in a little while later on in the show. But for a few weeks now, in our previous episodes, we have been spending time talking about areas in your life, in your business, mindset, your family, your health, where adjustments can be made if thriving is your intent, not only for 2021, but certainly beyond. And the truth be told, We've been knocking it out of the park as the reviews and the feedback continues to attest to that. So my brief nugget of wisdom for you today is to not get too caught up in the minutia of challenges and setbacks because you'll miss opportunity when it comes knocking. You've got to keep your radar always on high alert for areas in the marketplace where you could not only recognize the need, but also creatively and innovatively set out to go fill the need. You see, if, if you spend too much time, if you spend too much time at the pity party, then you'll probably miss the big yellow bus <laughs> that's waiting for you right outside to take you to uh, Opportunityville. Don't spend too much time worrying about the things that don't serve you to the extent that you miss out on the things that can. If you focus on the things that will drag your attention away from opportunity, then when it does come knocking on your door, you won't recognize it. You won't be ready. Let me share with you something that I want you to keep at the forefront of your mind. Success will always seek the prepared mind. And the key is being prepared. And if you are focused on the things that aren't going right and the things that are uh, dis uh, distracting to you because they, they consume your energy, because they're negatively based, then success is going to look at you 
and realize you're not ready for a visitation. Success will only seek and visit with the prepared person. My guest today, at one point or another, they have all kept and are still keeping their radar on high alert to recognize what the marketplace is in need of that they can supply. Such is the case with my first guest, Amazon newest best-selling author, Marcy Cody, who has written a book directed at baby boomers and how they can age vibrantly. Now, that's keeping your eye out for opportunity and for the needs of the marketplace. Marcy, welcome to the show. Hello, Jay. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's my pleasure to have you on the show. Marcy, before we launch into your book, I'd like for you to share with us a little bit about who you are. Okay. Well, I've been a registered nurse like almost 30 years and an author, and a transformation coach, and I use biblical principles. I've personally dropped like 75 pounds. Wow. And so I have um, tried a lot of different things, and most of the things that I do are based on Scripture, and that's what this is all about. So what inspired you to write this book, 90 Ways to Age Vibrantly, a book designed for baby boomers. What inspired you to write this book? Well, the baby boomer part is because I'm a baby boomer, and it came from our Temple Transformers group challenge that we had, and we were to come up with self-preservation tips, and it started out as a 21-day challenge, and it grew to be like 30, and then people were asking me, could you put this all together in a book? And so I'm like, oh, okay. So that's how the birth of the book came. Wonderful. So who do you feel that this book will impact and inspire, and most importantly, why? Well, you know, I'm a true believer that you are what you do. You are what you say. And I always say that the best exercise is the one that you will actually do consistently. (laughs) So um, Mm -hmm. the book will impact those that have actually decided that they want to do something that their future self will be grateful for, that they want to make changes in their life to um, be healthier and more vibrant as they age. Now, it sounds like there's a big need for this because, as I mentioned in my opening segment of the show, if you keep an eye out for opportunity, it presents itself oftentimes uh, with Big red boots on, a big red suit, and a yellow, big yellow bus. And and you've done that. You've recognized that there's a need for baby boomers to learn how to age vibrantly. And uh, that's why the book is a bestseller on Amazon. What is one takeaway, though, that the reader can expect to walk away with after reading your book? Absolutely. So if you want to be sharp and independent, because I believe that's the whole goal is to be sharp and independent at like age 85. So you have to start today, though. You can't just keep going down the same road and think you're going to get to the place where you want to get if you're going down the wrong road, right? So Mm -hmm. um, there's lots of things in there that can be done in just a few minutes a day. And one of the things that really stood out that is not commonplace is something called earthing. So that's in the book, and you got to get the book to find out what it is. But there are a lot of things that you've never heard of. There are tips from different cultures all over the world. So 
but the number one thing is just do it. I like that. Just, just do it. Find something that'll get you moving and just do it. What is one of the ways? There's 90 ways in this book, so there's no shortage of ways that a person can learn how to age vibrantly. So if one doesn't work, the other one will. But out of the 90 ways, can you share with the audience one of those ways that baby boomers can age vibrantly? That something that they might not have thought about is their mind. So mental fitness is very important because even if your physical fitness person is okay, you don't want to go into like Alzheimer's and have a mind, you know, lose your mind. So um, I think one of the things is to, to try to exercise your mind on a daily basis. And what's the most effective way uh, that you have found, even as a registered nurse, that a aging or baby boomer person can keep their mind healthy and fit and vibrant? Well, there's lots of ways that you can exercise your mind, and one is just to use it, <laughs> you know. Do something mindless things, you know, do something mindful, right? So, like, crossword puzzles or um, Sudoku or tic-tac-toe, anything that you actually have some hand-eye coordination is going to boost your mental faculties. Uh, Learning a new song, um, choreographing something, read, not reading as much as actually taking a test or anything that stimulates that cortex of your mind. Marcy has really done something wonderful for the baby boomer community because it is uh, one of the, the, the demographics in our, in our country that's one of the largest demographics, and yet there is very little written about aging vibrantly in this last season of, of uh, one of, the, one of the, the seasons that you encounter later on in life where most people start to check out, you're actually telling people to check in, and your book is encouraging baby boomers to do that. Where could people find more about your book? Well, Marcy Cody RN, I'm on all platforms, um, MarcyCodyRN.com, and just go to Amazon and type in 90 ways, but um, everything you can find on MarcyCodyRN.com. Marcy, I appreciate you taking the time to write the book. Uh, I've sought her to read the book, even though I am not a baby boomer. I have to say I'm not one. <laughs> but but one day I will be, and I'm glad that you've written this book to, to even help me at that point learn how to finish the race strong and vibrantly. And I appreciate the work you're doing. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Jay. And the next one is going to be for millennials. I was about to ask you that. I'm sure you're working on a new project. So as soon as that book comes out, could you come back and share with us that book? Absolutely. All right, wonderful. Folks, we'll be right back after the break. Hi, friends. Tune in on December 6th to the Leah Belding Show in the evening to hear a hard-hitting solution to the Democratic takeover of the Senate. We have a positive postcard program to promote a positive solution to climate change. We need your support at the getrealalliance.org, and we need you to tune into our show. Take care and help us make a difference by stopping a Democratic takeover of the Senate. Friends, this is Jay Mamie, and I'm thrilled to announce that our merchandise site is now open for business just in time for the holidays. My inspirational quotes, encouragement words, and thought-provoking phrases can be printed on a number of very cool items to help you stay in thriving mode. 
Make sure to visit my website, thejmamie.com. Look for the store link. Check out the items. Once again, that'll be at thejmamie.com. Hi, this is Christina, CEO and founder of Tem Connect. I know this year has been difficult for many businesses and people in the workforce. Have your hours been reduced or possibly lost your job due to the pandemic? Are you looking to make up or earn an additional income by finding a side gig or a temp job? Are you a business that is currently looking to hire a full-time, part-time, seasonal, or temporary employee? Download Temp Connect from the App Store or contact me directly at 720-668-0988. Great cookout, John. Oh, hey. Thanks for coming, Audrey. So glad we get to hang out. (laughs) Me too. What is that? Ah, my garage door's on the frets. Oh, the horror! See? It's over. It's closing. I forgot. I gotta be somewhere. No, no, no. Go. Oh, man. Bro, you should call Wellborn. Call Wellborn online at wellborngaragedoors.com. TACLB 266160. Just like last year, Longtime Experts is giving away a brand new heating and air system to someone in need with one big difference. Instead of one, we're giving away two. Go to theontimeexperts.com and nominate someone you know who is in need. It's been a memorable year. Let's remember to take care of each other. Nominate someone today. Theontimeexperts.com Merry Christmas, Sarah. Merry Christmas, Randy. A Daikin Comfort Pro. Welcome back to Thrive Time with Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. I'm excited about our featured guest today. I mentioned earlier... Uh, an incredible human being, but Dr. George Fraser, as our featured guest today, is not only the founder and CEO of the award-winning company FraserNet, but he's also a renowned global speaker, best-selling author. And in 2011, he was inducted into the Minority Business Hall of Fame Museum. He's been awarded over 350 awards and citations from around the world, including three honorary doctorates, a chaplaincy, an ambassadorship. And not only that, but he has also for the last 15 years put on the popular power networking conference, which was selected by Forbes magazine in 2015 as one of the top five conferences not to be missed by entrepreneurs. So quite a legacy that Dr. Frazier continues to build upon. And we're excited that he's on the show today. Dr. Frazier, welcome to the show. Jay, thank you so much. Um, it's an honor to be with you, and thank you so much for what you're doing in the community and the great work you're doing with the show and, and pushing out powerful information. Thank you for having me. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. So let's dive right in. So we've got a lot of great content for our audience today, but let's go ahead and get started, Dr. Fraser, with you sharing a little bit about your earlier life and experiences before FraserNet. Yes. Uh, my father came to this country in the early 1900s from Guyana, married a beautiful, fair-skinned sister, Ida Mae Baldwin. They had 11 children. Mm. Uh, I'm the the youngest. Uh, My mother became mentally ill when I was two. My father was a cab driver for 40 years. Uh, He couldn't take care of 11 children. So um, three of of my siblings uh, uh, were orphaned. I was an orphan Mm. uh, from, uh, from two to five. Uh, and then put into a foster care, toxic foster homes, and I aged out of foster care um, uh, at 18 years old. 
Uh, my first job, uh, I went to a vocational high school because no one thought I was college material. Got a vocational diploma in carpentry. Couldn't get a carpentry job in New York because the Italians controlled the union at that time. And so my first real job was mopping floors on the midnight shift at LaGuardia Airport, uh, of which I was very proud of. If you go to LaGuardia Airport today, go down into the maintenance department, there's a picture on the wall. It's a picture of me. I was the greatest floor mopper in the history of LaGuardia Airport, and I'm very, very proud of that. <laughs> so it's, it's not how you start. It's how you finish. And mm-hmm. um, I think you should autograph every job that you have with your personal excellence. No, no job is too small. Um, I have no earned degrees, but I ended up with three doctorate degrees. I am fundamentally self-taught. I read about 100 books a year. The average American reads one book a year. So if you decide to read one book a month in five years, you will have read 60 books. The average American will have read five. So I'm self-taught. I, I place a tremendous emphasis on the power and importance of reading. I then um, got a job at the Encyclopedia Britannica, where I was the number one salesperson going door-to-door selling these very expensive encyclopedias. I was recruited away from Encyclopedia Britannica uh, by Procter & Gamble. In spite of the fact I did not have a degree, you needed a degree to get into P&G and preferably an MBA from Harvard. I had none, but I had good writing, speaking, and communication skills. Uh, In other words, I had leadership qualities. Um, I was a very, very effective communicator, and they hired me. I stayed with them almost 13 years. I was recruited away from Procter & Gamble to become vice president of United Way uh, in marketing and communications and stayed with them for about three years and then was recruited away by the Ford Motor Company to be one of 12 African-American men selected to go through their minority dealer development program. Uh, I graduated number one in the class. It was a two-year program and um, decided I didn't want to sell cars. Nothing wrong with selling cars. It would have made me rich. I was to be the first black Ford Lincoln Mercury dealer in in the greater Cleveland area, but I, I, I had other I had other things that I thought God wanted me to do. So that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> well, that's quite a fine story to stick to. <laughs> it's just wonderful. You, you really epitomize with your biography, uh, Dr. Fraser, of a self-made person. There's a lot to be said about being self-made in, instead of community-made or corporate-made or, or academically-made at a college. You kind of broke the barriers for anyone who says that I need to rely on someone else to help make me who I am. You went out there and made it on your own, by yourself, by intent, because of the desire that you carried inside of you. There's a lot to be said for that. But what was the inspiration to launch this global networking powerhouse company, FraserNet? Yeah. Um, Working almost 20 years in the public and private sector, I had earned a great deal of money. I had stock options with um, Procter & Gamble, a very, very, very high salary at United Way. So I had earned a lot of money, so I had achieved financial comfort and success. Uh, Of course, I got married, uh, had two beautiful sons. I've now been married for 48 years, so stable um, and, quote, successful and financially um, grounded. And um, 
I just thought uh, that at that juncture in my life, uh, and I was 40, about 42 years old at the time, I decided I wanted to give back. Um, uh, it reminds me of a very, very important quote that I took to heart by the famous uh, Dr. John Henry Clark, who said, take what you do best and do it for your people. And being a master networker and with very a very high emotional intelligence or EQ, uh, and by the way, as people grow older and wiser, <clears throat> they're going to find out that their EQ will be more, more important than their IQ, that uh, I noticed that people in my culture and in my community were not effective networkers, right? They did not understand the power and importance of the relationships in their lives. Um, and I wanted to teach that. I mean, it was no more, no more complicated than that. So much to the dismay of my beautiful wife of 48 years, uh, I announced to her that I would not be doing a dealership and uh, that I would be starting a small business teaching African-Americans uh, in the greater Cleveland area how to more effectively network and build relationships and, and, and some of the key, uh, key elements of their life. Uh, and, and that's really what I wanted to focus on. And so she was not happy, and uh, she asked me, well, how are we going to make a living doing that? And I said, I don't know. But I feel in my heart of hearts that I'll figure it out. And I did. And here we are now, 32 years later, in the same business, very successful, and uh, has morphed into something I did not imagine initially. Um, but, uh, you know, that's part of, of the growth process. If you feel something, jump into it. If it's right for you, if it's your purpose in life, if this is why the creator has sent you here, you will figure it out and things, other things will reveal itself. Well, 32 years later, after dealing with and working with, engaging with hundreds of thousands of people, where do you find, based on all that rich experience, where do you find that most people lack focus, diligence, and direction? That's um, a wonderful and deep question. And um, I, 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 so if uh, I'm just trying to put it in, in the simplest way that I can. Mm -hmm. and, and I think most people, this is going to sound trite, but they, they, um, they lack discipline around their diet, okay, around their diet. And it's more than – we have to be very careful about what we consume or what we eat in life. And we have to put the right things in our body. You see, your diet is not only, Jay, what you eat. It's what you watch. It's what you listen to. It's what you read. It's the people you hang around with, right? So you've got to be mindful of the things that you're putting into your body emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Mm -hmm. This is hugely important. So most lack the discipline in their diet, their life diet. 
They lack patience. Success is built over time. It's not built overnight. And they, they lack developing personal rules for themselves. I have had a personal set of rules for George Fraser for years and years, and I follow these rules, and these are my guideposts, my guardrails. My number one rule is see failure as a beginning and not as an end. This is where you learn the lessons of life. Number two, if you don't go after it, you, you're not going to have it. That's a rule for me. If I want something, then I go after it, right? Number three is always do more than what is expected of you, right? Chase excellence, never chase money, right? Uh, when you are committed to excellence versus averageness or mediocrity, um, you will never have to worry about competition. People will be competing with you. You will never have to get in anybody's line. People will get in line for you. Um, number four would be <clears throat> to teach others what you know. So I, I certainly have fulfilled that. What, what, what I have learned, I made a commitment to teach others what I've learned to help grow as many as I can and to teach those who will listen. And number five rule for me is to assume nothing and question everything. Mm. Right? Assume nothing and question everything. I wrote a book called Click, 10 Truths for Building Extraordinary Relationships. In there I wrote, be open to everything, attached to nothing, the best idea wins. Right? Number six for me is make peace with your past or you're going to pay for it. I recommend to young people, the number one thing that you have to do as you grow older and wiser is to forgive your parents for the mistakes that they made, right? There are no manuals for raising children in a sense. I mean, you really sort of learn that on the job. They're going to make mistakes. I made mistakes. We all make mistakes. Forgive them for that, all right? And then finally, stop thinking so much and act. Stop thinking so much. Now, I'm not saying don't think. Of course, think, right? But then at some point in time, um, you have to act. The gap between, uh, certainly in the African-American community, we're some of the most innovative and creative people on the planet, but the gap between our ideas and the execution of those ideas are as wide as the Grand Canyon. I have a little sign in my office. I'm looking at it right now. I've had it up for 20 years, and it says, when all is said and done, more will be said than done. And finally, never compare yourself to other people. You are a unique, a totally unique human being. There is no one on the planet that has ever lived in the history of humankind that has had the sequence of experiences that you've had in the timeline that you've had it. That makes you as unique as your thumbprint. Don't compare yourself to others. Those have been my rules. I've lived by those rules for 75 going on 76 years. If you live by rules like that, it would be impossible to fail. Well, I think there's pure wisdom beyond a shadow of doubt in what you just uh, shared with us. And I love the way you opened up uh, the question. You mentioned your diet. 
And quite frankly, myself, as I'm sure that many listeners were thinking about, okay, diet in terms of what you put in your body in, in food and nutrition. But you went on to expound that the diet is in what you intake in multiple different areas apart from just food and nutrition. And uh, there is so much goodness in that statement that if we were to close mm-hmm. our segment right now, which we're not, but if we were, that would be good enough for people to take and run with it. When we come back after the break, I, I want to talk a little bit about your mission of really preparing, uh, helping people prepare economically through understanding not only how money works, but how to take personal financial responsibility to become literate. Uh, I think if you're deficient in financial literacy and you have an intention on winning the money game or preparing yourself for a great future of, of some sort, you've got to first recognize that you're deficient in an area, and most people are mm-hmm. deficient in just basically understanding how money works. Mm-hmm. You have done a lot of work in that area. So when we come back after the break, let's pick up from there and talk more about how do we begin to change the, 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 really the outlook that people have with regards to how they look at their own personal financial uh, situation. Can we do that? Sure. Folks, we'll be right back after the break. Did you know you can win your divorce without a court fight? Hi, I'm Camille Milner. I'm a collaborative divorce lawyer. Collaborative divorce offers you privacy, efficiency, control, And most of all, it's better for your children. If you would like to learn more about collaborative divorce, visit my website at milner-law.com. That's M-I-L-N-E-R-law.com. Are you having a hard time obtaining a mortgage approval, especially now through this pandemic? At Evolve Bank and Trust Mortgage, we can help you navigate and sail through the sometimes treacherous process of mortgage financing. Hi, my name is John Astrologo, and I'm a senior mortgage banker with Evolve Bank and Trust Mortgage. I will help you find a loan that fits your individual needs. Please call me at 845-661-4049 to discuss. Again, 845-661-4049, NMLS number 441861. Evolve Bank and Trust is an equal housing lender, all loan subject to credit approval, corporate NMLS number 509256. We're making house calls a thing again. Dispatch Health, in collaboration with Texas Health, dispatches urgent medical care professionals right to your home, work, or wherever you are, whenever you need them. For everything from COVID-19 testing and treatment to more everyday issues like respiratory infections, migraines, dehydration, sprains, strains, and minor fractures, Dispatch Health comes to you. See how it works at dispatchhealth.com DFW. Most major health insurance accepted. You've been putting back a few. And a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Fever is a leading symptom of the coronavirus, so take your temperature twice a day with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's quick and easy to use, and its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Have your family start and end their day with the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Your family can take their temperatures in seconds to know where they stand in the fight against COVID-19. Protect your family from the spread of this deadly disease and stay safe with Exergen. Welcome back to Thrive Time. Mamie. Welcome back to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. We are engaged in a high-level 
in-depth conversation with Dr. George Frazier. And we're going to pick up where we left off. Doctor, in your opinion, why is it that as we enter 2021, people today still struggle with economic literacy? And where do you think the change needs to begin? Um, most people have some bad ass habits. I'm just let just let me just be candid with you. Uh, too many people are addicted to instant gratification versus delayed gratification. Um, that would be a bad habit that needs to be broken. There's a wonderful book called The Power of Habit. People need to read it. There is an architecture to a bad habit and to a good habit, how to break bad habits and how to get good habits. People need to read it. We have some bad, 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 bad habits. Um, we don't talk about money enough. We certainly don't talk about it, certainly in the African-American community. We don't talk about it around the kitchen table. It is really almost a taboo subject. You've got to talk about money. You've got to be with friends uh, and relatives that want to have discussions about money, right? Um, we make uh, impulse purchases. We need mm -hmm. to That's a bad habit, right? Very, very bad habit. We buy items that we don't need maybe sometimes just because they're on sale. That's a very bad habit. We pay bills late and the interest rates on those bills are exorbitant, right? The improper use of credit cards. So there's just a whole series of things that we have been grooved into that has in fact um, inhibited uh, uh, our ability uh, to build the kind of wealth uh, that will be intergenerational and fulfill I'm a Christian, so Proverbs 13:22 is the most important proverb there is. A good mm -hmm. man an inheritance to his children's children. Well, that's a moral and spiritual responsibility we have, but that requires grooving a series of good habits and sticking with them, and then reading and learning and talking about money. This is very critical. Yeah, Dr. Fraser, you brought up a scripture that I have used so many times. My background has been in the financial education field for, for over 35 years, uh, and I've also been in ministry. And one of the points I've made when I've spoken to men is exactly that proverb that it says a good man. So if the Bible says that a good man leaves behind a generation of inheritance to generations, how do you measure yourself up with what the Bible considers a good man? How well are you doing there? Uh, and it's a hard talk. It's a hard talk, but it's a yep. much needed talk. It's a much yep. needed talk. And we need to discuss it um, every day that we can, and we need the right models around us. We need, uh, we need to model the behavior of people who demonstrate responsible financial behavior. So do you, you, you know, how many of those people do you have in your life? You have said that there's a difference between being poor and being broke. Can you explain your thoughts on this? Yeah, I'll keep it really simple. A poor is a temporary mindset generally based on the models around you and the environment in which you live in. In other words, you are infected, affected, and affected by this mindset of poverty, by those around you, how they feel and how they talk. So it's a temper. I say it's a temporary mindset because you can get yourself out of it. And being broke 
is a temporary condition. So one is a mindset, Jay, and one is a condition. I've been broke, right? I've had to wait to the next payday before I could do anything significant. We've all had broke moments, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, But it's just a temporary condition because our ability to earn uh, and uh, when I, what I call broke is spend, uh, I ran out of the money that I want to spend this month. It doesn't mean that I don't have money. It doesn't mean I don't have a portfolio and I don't have savings. It just means that the money I allocated for this month, this again is discipline right? Uh, uh, Something came up and I ran out of that. So for that month, I'm temporarily broke. Next month, I'll be fine and I'll manage manage my money uh, better and I won't be broke by the end of the next month. So that's that's so. So one one is a mindset and one is a condition. And I, I love what you mentioned earlier about emulating those who are doing certain things right and our role models to, to follow because they've developed good money habits. And I think at the end of the day, it is about that. It is about developing good money habits, being aware of what's necessary and mm-hmm. what's leisure, what's mm-hmm. necessary and what's leisure. I'll share with you something that was on LinkedIn a few, uh, few days ago. It was an article that someone wrote about finding he went to, I guess there's the latest sneakers out now. There's a big name brand, and I won't give a name brand out, but there's a big name brand that just released yet another version of its, of its uh, uh, sneaker, and now it's $300. And so the guy was talking about, boy, those, per, those individuals, instead of paying $300 to the sneakers, they went out and they bought the stock, which was at $125 or something. They would have more value years down the road than the pair of sneakers they're buying for $300. That's so right. Of course, And it's absolutely true, but I thought to myself, but the bigger picture here is those people are standing on a long line. Most of them can't afford the $300, but they're going to drop it on a pair of sneakers. Somewhere along the line, something went wrong here. (laughs) And that's that's the role modeling that comes in. So there's a lot to be said about that. But in, in life, there's a cost to doing nothing. I've seen it. You've seen it. But what is the true cost that people don't seem to understand if they do nothing? Right. Um, A, uh, you're going to live your own living hell. You're not going to have respect from your peers, from your family. Um, And someone is going to have to make up a eulogy for you. Because there will be nothing to say. You've done nothing. You've contributed nothing. Right? You did not have the discipline uh, 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 and the understanding uh, and, the, and, and the moral and, again, spiritual responsibility to know that you are not put here to do nothing. You are here. The Creator has sent you here to do something. You are on an assignment. Make no mistake about that. How much time? We don't know. Right. That's why I tell people all the time, do anything, but don't waste my time. I will get more money, but I will not get any more time. And I don't know how much time I have and I don't want to know, but I'm not going to waste it. Right. So doing nothing really is not an option if, in fact, you plan to lead a fulfilling life and to get a reward for that life uh, at the very end. In our last couple of minutes here. I always ask 
my guests to provide a takeaway, a actionable takeaway that someone who's listened to the show could implement immediately and see change. What would you say, as, as we wrap up here, would be two nuggets of wisdom that you can share with our audience? Okay. Um, I want to answer the age-old question, what is the meaning of life? The answer to that is life has no meaning. Each of us have meaning, and we bring it to life. So it is a waste of time to be asking that question when, in fact, you are the answer, and therefore you need to conduct your life like you are the answer. So that would be number one. For my sister friends out there, I would give them a simple piece of advice. If you can't bill with them, don't chill with them. Because if he's, not wearing, if he's not wearing a diaper, you can't change him. I love that. <laughs> I, can, can you repeat that again? Because I think there's folks that need to hear that two, three, four, five times. <laughs> right. My lady friends, let me give you some advice from an elder. If you can't build with them, don't chill with them. Because ladies, if he's not wearing a diaper, you can't change him. I love that. It's been an honor and a thrill to have you on the show. We're going to have you back because I, I believe that we can have conversations, Dr. Frazier, for hours because there's so much to talk about. And, and you and I think a lot alike, and, and there's, there's a lot of common ground here that we'll have to continue this conversation in the future. But where could – I know you've got books, and it's easy to find, Dr. Frazier, but where would you want someone to go immediately to learn more about the goodness of what you do and offer? Sure. Go to onefrasernation.com. One, that's uh, that's uh, O-N-E, frasernation.com. Um, we started our own nation at the Power Networking Conference last year, so you can find out all about how you could become a citizen of our nation. Um, and uh, Or you can go, we really tackle the issue of financial education and financial literacy, so you can go to windcenter.org, wins, wins, W-I-N-D as in David, S-Center, C-E-N-T-E-R.org, and find, all, uh, find out all about our financial education, financial literacy system. Dr. Frazier, once again, I appreciate you being on the show, and uh, Merry, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Oh, God bless you. Thank you so much. And back at you. Thank you, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Folks, we'll be right back after the break. Are you experiencing chronic pain and discomfort in your back, joints, or neck? Have you tried a number of remedies, treatments, and prescriptions without feeling any better? If so, schedule a consultative visit with my friend, Dr. Carlos Chapa from the Acupuncture and Integrative Medical Center in Las Colinas. He's a holistic doctor specializing in Eastern medicine and will treat the reason why you have the pain. Call 972-444-0660 today to book a visit or visit drchapa.com. That is D-R-C-H-A-P-A.com. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Merritt with Merritt Coaching Group. At the end of a long and amazing journey filled with love, laughter, joy, and tears, what will you say about your life? Start today with the right mindset, priorities, and perspectives. Let Merit Coaching Group take you to the next level. We are here to help you both personally and professionally. 
we know that you are born to succeed. Contact us at 469-834-7159 or MerritCoachingGroup.com. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Welcome back to Thrive Time with Jay Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. We are now going to have a fantastic conversation with our business spotlight today. Dr. Johnson is not only the founder of Johnson Medical Associates, but he's also the founder of the Hyperbaric Texas Centers of Texas, and we so thankful that he's on the show today. His facility is not only the corporate sponsor of today's show, but he's also the guest because we are going to talk about what I believe is something that is on the mind, certainly of a large segment of our population, which is aging and, and this ongoing conversation and, and fascination with the ability to slow down the aging process or in, in some cases reverse it. And there's a lot of talk, a lot of research that's come out recently. So I thought to myself, who better to come and join us to have a conversation about uh, hyperbaric oxygen treatment as a way to aid in anti-aging than the founder of the Hyperbaric Texas Center himself, Dr. Johnson. Dr. Johnson, welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Let's hop right into this because we've got a lot to unwrap here. When did you first become intrigued by hyperbaric oxygen treatment? That was about 25 years ago uh, when I was really looking at how to heal damaged tissues. Uh, I see patients that have toxic exposures that uh, affect the brain, the nervous system. And so I was looking at what was available in medicine as pills and uh, medications uh, really do not have that much effect. And I ran across hyperbaric oxygen uh, being used, of course, to heal wounds, which have been done for a long time, but also to help with cerebral palsy patients, which have brain injury at the time of birth. And they were uh, discussing the responses that occurred with that brain injury situation. And it got me interested in looking at uh, what was being done around the world uh, with hyperbaric in treating different uh, disease processes or different injuries and found that the numerous uh, diseases and injuries were being treated outside the United States with hyperbaric oxygen. You're one of the pioneers of the centers around the country. There aren't that many centers around the country, but you're one of the pioneers uh, of opening up actual centers where you could have 
hyperbaric oxygen treatment. You, you have the, the pressurized tanks. Uh, so that does say a lot about your faith in the process and your faith in the science and your faith in the ability for this treatment to really serve people. But what was it about this oxygen therapy and, and the benefit that impressed you to, to launch and be a pioneer in, in opening facilities? Well, what impressed me was that oxygen is a natural substance, so it's, it's not an artificial thing. Uh, there's very little side effects to it, uh, and uh, it's re- usually uh, readily accepted by the patients as far as tolerating it well. Uh, basically, what it is, it's using a chamber like they use for uh, diving accidents. Uh, it's called a hyperbaric chamber um, where you breathe 100% oxygen and you're placed under pressure. Uh, the, the major uh, problem that only a few people have is clearing their ears, uh, equalizing pressure. And, and it's like descending in an airplane that you have to clear your ears. Some people have more trouble than others. Uh, and But that's rare because the pressure change is gradual uh, as the chambers are pressurized. Uh, if that is a problem, uh, ear tubes can be put in very easily uh, to help with that and negate that problem. So this it's been something that's been well accepted. Uh, results uh, are, are published in the literature around the world for different entities. And recently there was the article from Tel Aviv about uh, anti-aging effects of uh, hyperbaric on individuals greater than 65 years of age. So how's research? Let, let's talk a little about that because you're right. There's tons of research out there now and, and viable peer-reviewed research that is continuing to support that hyperbaric oxygen uh, treatment can play a major role in the age reversal, um, especially at the basic cellular biological level. Uh, c- can you explain that to the, to the listener who says, how does it work? Um, and, and, and are interested in learning more before they go in for a treatment. Yes. Well, let, uh, how it works is, as we talked about, uh, a patient is placed in a, in a chamber under pressure, breathing 100% oxygen, where normally hemoglobin, which are the red cells, carry oxygen. When a person is placed under pressure, uh, the gas laws from physics take place, and the whole blood vessel is saturated with oxygen. So you deliver 10 to 15 times more oxygen to the tissues. Uh, And that's how healing is uh, generated, is that the increase in oxygen stimulates cell metabolism. It helps with creating new vessels uh, called endothelial growth factor. Uh, It helps with recovery of mitochondria that have been damaged, which are the little engines in the cell. Uh, And it helps heal the tissue, whether it's nerve tissue, or whether it's uh, uh, muscles or skin. So it helps all areas of the body in the healing recovery type process. So walk somebody through the process who says, hey, I'm not getting in a tank. Uh, I'm not going to be succumbed to an hour of this encapsulated sort of uh, contraption here. Uh, Walk someone through who is listening how it would work for them in the process of getting started? Well, in the process, uh, it's a medical device um, that's FDA approved. 
it is FDA approved for 14 different entities, such as carbon monoxide poisoning, wounds, osteomyelitis, radiation injury after radiation treatment, the bones. And then there's a lot of off-label uses that are, can be uh, used also. Um, it is used in treatment around the world of uh, traumatic brain injury, of concussion, of stroke, of uh, regional pain syndrome, uh, of vascular insufficiency, where you have uh, diabetes and poor circulation to the extremities, uh, scleroderma, a whole host of of different uh, things can be treated with it. So the initial step is to uh, have a doctor's visit at Johnson Medical Associates. Uh, I will see you evaluate what your condition is, evaluate whether you're a candidate for treatment for whatever item you're concerned about or a health issue you're concerned about, uh, then set up a protocol for that particular process or that particular health concern uh, that works uh, for that concern and works for you uh, as an individual. And then um, hyperbaric is carried out uh, in my office, uh, in a separate area, uh, generally on a daily basis, but depends on what the protocol is, is whether it's daily or less frequently. Now, is, is hyperbaric treatment covered by health insurance programs? The FDA-approved indications um, insurance does typically cover that, so that's okay. like diabetic wounds, severe diabetic wounds, uh, osteomyelitis uh, that's not healing, uh, wounds that are not healing, uh, acute carbon monoxide poisoning. You know, there's a whole list in, uh, of those items. The answer is yes for those. Uh, for the off-label uses, no, it's a cash-based uh, mm-hmm. situation. Okay. So are there concerns that people should have if they consider the treatment, because as you know, people are 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 eager to always give something the benefit of the doubt, but there always are those that are concerned about side effects or uh, the the unknown. And as we're looking currently at a vaccine that is being administered to the public for COVID, as you and I've been hearing and reading, there are a segment of the population that are concerned about. Uh, side effects, after effects, and, and they're not ready to commit to taking something that they know it's it's needed, it's good, uh, it's life saving, but they're hesitant because of what they what they perceive as as an unknown concern. Are there any unknown concerns that people should consider before looking at this treatment? Well, hyperbaric's been used for sixty years. Uh, big concerns, as we said, is the equalizing your pressure in your ears. Uh, mm-hmm. If you do not go above two atmospheres of pressure, which is what this current aging study was using, there is no likelihood of what is called oxygen toxicity. Uh, the major th- p- issue people have is with kind of claustrophobia because they're can, they're in an enclosed type chamber that you can see completely out because it's clear all the way around. And that's rare if that 
in my experience in, in people, but if it does occur, medication can be given to help with that. Uh, sometimes um, hypnosis helps with the claustrophobia. So it's just a matter of, of seeing what that individual uh, situation is with you know, being in enclosed tight spaces and then work through it. Generally, people just work through it because you can see out, you watch TV, you watch a mm-hmm. movie, it's relaxing. Uh, a lot of people just uh, go in and have a nap. Uh, women say, hey, this gives me a chance to get away from my phone. No one's bothering me. You know, I'm in there. And uh, teach too. <laughs> in there nice and peaceful and, and uh, mm-hmm. enjoy my own thoughts. So it, it's, it's a great time and it's a healing time. So, Dr. Johnson, someone who wants to contact the facility, as I have had people already reach me based on your prior um, appearances on the show, uh, they would like to find out more. How could they do that? Where should they go? Who should they call? Uh, as we close out this segment, can you share that with us? Sure. Uh, you go to our website, hyperbariccentersoftexas.com. Uh, there's lots of information on that website. Also, you can go to johnsonmedicalassociates.com. Uh, the hyper, uh, the Johnson Medical number is 972-479-0400, and then they can send you right over to uh, Hyperbaric if you want to have further questions, or they can answer your questions about how to make appointment. Well, that's it, folks. That wraps up another fantastic hour of Ride Time. Make sure that you catch the show on the recording throughout the course of this week. We'll see you next Sunday on the Jay Mamie Talk Show.